Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this episode, Martina Harrington, Chagas Beef Specialist, gives an update on the Beef Data Genomics Programme. As we approach the final year of BDGP1 with over 22,000 participants, I asked Martina, what are the key dates farmers need to be aware of? So, Catherine, the key dates that farmers have to be aware of, the next one is the 30th of June 2020, when farmers have to meet their stock bull requirement, and the 31st of October 2020, when farmers have to meet the requirement of having 50% of the reference numbers of cows or heifers as genotype 4 or 5 star. They also must complete a carbon navigator of this year. And the 8th of July, which is a new date farmers may not have heard of before, is the last date that they have their genotyped, um, genotype tags or hair samples into the lab for them to be eligible for the last run of a genomic evaluation for the 31st of October. Martina, in relation to the stock bull you mentioned, what are the key things farmers need to be aware of? So, Catherine, there are a couple of things with the stock bull. Um, the first requirement was that farmers had to have at, at least one genotype four or five star bull for either replacement or terminal index on their farm on the 30th of June 2019. And where they replaced that bull in the period up to the 30th of June 2020, he had to be replaced by another um, genotype four or five star bull. So, if you had a bull in June of 2019 and you got rid of them and you didn't replace them well then you're okay however if you have any stock bulls on your farm on the 30th of june 2020 at least one of them must be genotyped a four or five star bull and i suppose the other thing where a lot of farmers might be changing maybe from a stock bull over to ai so if you decide to do that you need to notify the department at beef schemes at agriculture.gov.id and what they'll do then is they'll put a note on your file to say well you've changed from a stock bull to ai so when they're under checks for payment they won't be looking for the stock bull but what they may do is check the sires of the calves born in 2021 to ensure that they complied with the with the measure and I suppose the other thing then with the, the the bull to make sure is that he's a genotyped four or five star bull and that he's on your farm on the 30th of june and if you want to make sure that he's going to qualify, if you're buying in the bull, he has to be genotyped four or five star on the date that you buy him on either the replacement or the terminal index. Um, so to be sure of that, or the only sure way it can be of that, is to put his tag number into the animal search on the ICBF website or using the ICBF app. And when you put that tag number in there, what it'll show you is the most up-to-date profile for that bull. Now, the department have given a concession, and what they said was that if you have a bull on your farm or if you're buying a bull that's not genotyped already and you have the hair sample or the tag gone into the lab by the 30th of June 2020, his evaluation when it comes back will be accepted. However, for you, you're taking a huge chance in that situation because if that bull doesn't come back as four or five star on his genomic evaluation, well, he'll put you out of the scheme at that stage. So the last thing then, Catherine, is AI. 80% of the straws used must be from four or five star bulls for either the replacement or the terminal index. And the way the department would calculate that is not on the inseminations, but on the progeny. And what they look at next year is the progeny born to AI, and 80% of them must have been from a four or five star sire for either the replacement or the terminal index. 
And the last thing then is if you're using both the stock bull and AI, you must re meet the requirements of both. For example, if we were using a herd where they had 10 was the reference number, and that was the number that would have calved in 2014, they'd have to have 50% of that number of animals, four or five star, genomically tested four or five star on the replacement index by the 31st of October. So to clarify, Martina, the heifers do not have to be in calf at 16 months of age. No, Catherine, the heifers don't have to be in calf at 16 months of age. What they have to be is genotype four or five star on the replacement index. And there's another couple of hurdles. They must be at least 16 months of age on the 31st of October 2020. So that means that they had to be born before the 30th of June 2019. Now, if you purchase an animal after the 5th of June 2015, they had to have been born on or after the 1st of January 2013 for them to qualify if you purchased them. However, if they were born on your own farm, they're fine if they were born before that date of the 1st of January 2013. So there's a few extra criteria there for the females to reach barn being genotype four or five star in the replacement index. Is the scheme paid on a per cow or on area base? Yeah, Catherine, I suppose when the scheme was released first, a lot of people took it as a per cow, uh, per cow payment, but it's actually an area-based payment. So the way that it worked was in 2015, when the scheme started, the department took the number of cows that you had calved down in 2014 and it divided that by 1.5. And this gave you what was called a maximum payable area. And that's what farmers were paid on. So again, if we say, take the same 10 cow um, example and we say a farmer calved 10 cows in 2014 and he divided that by 1.5, that gave you 6.66 hectares. And that was your area of land. So one of the requirements of the scheme is that you must maintain that area of land is that's what you're getting paid on or at the very minimum you must maintain 80% of that area in forage for the duration of the scheme and this is a, a point I suppose that it, that's often overlooked and what people be very wary of because if you drop below that 80% so in our farmers case that's 5.33 hectares if you dropped below that area you would be removed from the scheme and that you won't get a payment this year but the department would also be looking for a recoupment of the money that was paid previously. So that is a serious thing, 80% of your maximum payable area. 80% of your maximum payable area. So that's one of the things like that when you were doing your single farm payment was to check what your reference number of animals were, what your maximum payable area is, and to make sure that you have 80% of that area is in on your single farm payment as a forage area. So, you know, it, and forage includes grass in, say, down in, in the southeast or that part of the country where there's a lot of tillage. It would also include beet and other forage crops. There's a very severe penalty, Martina, if farmers don't meet the 50% four and five star genotype females by the 31st of October. Can you explain this? Yes, Catherine, that's actually the, the biggest penalty or the most severe penalty in the whole of the scheme. It's a 140% penalty. And what that means is that the farmer will get no payment for this year, but they will also lose an extra 40% from another scheme. So we put it in a simple scenario and say a farmer is getting paid a thousand euros per year. They will use the, lose the thousand euros that they're going to get paid this year, but they will also lose a further four, 400 euros, which will be taken from another scheme such as glass or BPS. So it really is critically important that farmers look and see where they are in relation to meeting this 50% um, criteria and ensure that if they're not meeting it or if they're very close to the, to the limits on it, that they, they go and do something to correct that because it's a huge sum of money. 
And how do farmers know if they are eligible or if they have enough of these four or five star stock in their herd? Well, ICBF over the last couple of weeks have posted farmers what's called an eligibility report. So they can have a look at that and that will tell them very straightforward what number of animals they is the reference number, what number of animals they required to meet the 50% and what number of animals that they actually have on their farm. And that report is based on the genomic evaluation that was run on the 24th of March. Other than that, farmers can go in and log on to their own ICBF accounts, go into view profiles and look at their BDGP eligibility profile. Now, this is a live profile. It's updated daily, so it'll take into account any genomic runs which are running between now and October. It'll also take into account any sales, purchases or deaths that's happened on the farm. So if you're looking at it then like that live report is actually the best report that you can possibly look at so if you go in you go into that live report at the first page you'll see the same as what your your printed report will tell you the number your reference number what the 50 percent number is and how many that you need and then if you go on to the next list it'll list out all the females that are there and it'll tell you which ones on your farm are the eligible um animals so that's important to make sure that you know which ones are eligible if you are selling animals or um, anything that if an animal dies that you know whether she was actually qualifying you for the scheme. So if this report indicates to a farmer that they are short eligible cows or heifers, what are their options? Well, what their options are then is if you come along and you say, well, okay, I'm short three animals within my herd. Well, what you can look up then and see, well, okay, what other animals have I in my herd and what are their predicted star ratings? So if you look down along your BDGP, it's a Eurostar report and it'll tell you that you have five animals in your herd, maybe five females, and they have a predicted uh, BDGP rating of maybe 90 or 100 euros and they would qualify you if they're genomically tested within that year. So you can see then from this year, have those animals been genomically tested in that, have you already genotyped them and sent them away to the lab to be tested? And if not, if those animals are within your herd, then you can actually get them here sampled. So you can voluntarily test those animals, get them here sampled, send away those samples before the 8th of July this year to make sure that those genomic evaluations they're back in time for the 31st of October. Now, if you don't have any of those animals within your herd, you'd be looking really at going out and trying to buy animals. Okay, and when will the reports be back to indicate if some of the heifers that had been genotyped this spring are eligible? So if we're looking at it, any animals that were genotyped before the 11th of March, there'll be another genomic evaluation run and report, and that'll be on the 26th of May. So farmers will be able to look at that report of the 26th of May and see if those animals that they tested were eligible. And the next one will be any animals that were tested before the 6th of May, their genomic evaluation report will be out on the 21st of July. And then the very last chance is by the 8th of July. So any samples that are reached the lab by the 8th of July, their genomic evaluation report will be run by the 22nd of September. So farmers will be able to tell from that report. You mentioned hair samples. If farmers want to get some extra stock sampled at the moment, how do they go about getting the hair samples done? 
So the hair samples, they're just really a different way of getting the genomic test. Many farmers would have carried them out if their button tags haven't worked previously. So if you want to go in and voluntarily pick out animals off your ICBF, you log into ICBF into your own account, you go into the services button, and then you pick genomic services. And in this section, you'll see a place order tab, and you can go in there, click on that tab, and you can select animals down along on the right hand side so it'll tell you what animals are there and what animals are available for for testing you click on those you pay the 22 euros and icbf then will send you out the the hair cards you take the the test and you return them to icbf and icbf then send those those uh, samples away to be tested that's great martina farmers that need to purchase animals what do they need to be aware of I suppose when farmers are going to purchase animals, the things that they need to be aware of is that the animals need to be genomically tested four or five star when they're buying the animals. So what they need to look at is that the animal is tested, that she's genomically four or five star, and that they're actually looking at the most recent genomic evaluation. So like if we were looking at that, we'd say going on to, to the, the, the animal search uh, tab on the ICBF, put in that animal's number, and that'll tell you if she is four or five star that she's going to be at least 16 months of age on the 31st of October. So that means that she was born before the 30th of June, 2019. And that if you're looking at an animal, it's unlikely now, but that she was born after the 1st of January, 2013, if you're buying in that animal, so that you will be eligible within your own herd. And finally, a carbon navigator, you mentioned also needs to be completed in 2020. Some farmers would have received this by post earlier in the year. When did this need to be completed by? Well, earlier in the year, they had said by the 1st of April was kind of a soft date for this for this uh, carbon navigator to be completed. No hard date has been released as yet, but it will usually be the 1st of September. So that's where you'll have to have gathered your, your meal dockets, your fertilizer dockets, um, when you spread your fertilizers, when you spread your slurries, and that will have to go in up on ICBF and be submitted to your own account by, we would say, the 1st of September. Martina, you mentioned a lot of dates there during the interview. What are the final tips that you have for farmers? Yeah, my final tip, Catherine, would be like to sit down and have a look at those eligibility reports or alternatively going on to ICBF and look at your eligibility profile online and see where you are as regards your your eligibility for the scheme so far and maybe contact your your advisor and sit down and go with them and see well okay where am i am i well over the line am i close to the line do i need to to can i reach this uh, 50% from within my own herd do I hold on till the, the, the 6th of May or the 26th of May and see what comes back on my report so it really is kind of sitting down look at where you are chat to your, your advisor and then establish well what do you need to do and act on that as quickly as possible um, I suppose the other thing and probably what we didn't mention earlier on is is the Eurostar report it, that's one of the reports that a lot of farmers will look and see well wh- where are my animals are they four star or the five star but what farmers have to be aware with the, the bdgp Eurostar report is that's a snapshot that'll tell you what animals are five star as of the last genomic evaluation but what it won't tell you is is that animal eligible for you to draw down the scheme 
because like if it's if you look at a report and it tells you that this animal is five star and that's been genomically evaluated it won't tell you that that animal might be under 16 months by the 31st of october or it won't tell you that maybe that she was born before the 1st of january 2013 and you bought her after after um the 15th of june 2015 so i suppose it really is a matter of sitting down going through the reports, understanding what they are, and then seeing where you are and where you need to be by the 31st of of October of this year. That's great, Martina. Some key points there where farmers need to look at their eligibility report and see where they are by the 31st of October 2020. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. Thank you, Catherine. That's all for this episode, and my thanks to Martina Harrington for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast, on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.